Holy smokes, everybody! Welcome to another edition of the Beer Buds Banter. I am Dre Kamikaze here with my tag team host, <coughs> Pat Wick. Pat Wick, what's up, Tom? Pat Wick is here once again to give you your Sunday best. I am always here with my tag team Palmer, Kamikaze. Tag team Palmer. Tag team Palmer. Get all these bad words out of the way first. <laughs> How you been, Kamikaze? Enjoying your weekend? Uh, enjoying the weekend. Uh, the Red Sox got a dub yeah. yesterday. We're going to get a dub today. Got to watch some good football last night. Great you know? football last night. Great football. It was, it was refreshing. It was refreshing, Kamikaze, because I thought we were not going to get a good product. Or what we saw maybe in the first quarter a score that might duplicate some college yeah. basketball games, my friend. It, it looked like we was about to have a freaking scoring onslaught. Like, the first four minutes, there was two touchdowns scored. But then the game evened up a little bit, you know, so. Um. Well, it, it definitely gave us some entertaining, especially when it came down to special teams. We thought that might be the reason why so the one said team would lose but it turned out not so bad but we'll get into that eventually you know down the road here in the show um i don't know i'm happy about recent signings obviously we talked about garrett whitlock signing last last weekend yeah proving himself once again very valuable with our loss yesterday with our loss. I'm sorry, with our W yesterday. So let's loss. get right let's get right into that. I was about to say, man. The Red like... Sox coming to me yesterday with four nothing victory over the twins. Minnesota Twins. That boy Tanner House. And Tanner House might be our next uh John Lester. And I say that only because no, I know he's not a left hander like John was. But if you look at his youth (laughs) and the way he's able to go out there fearless most of the time, then he's going to give us about five to six innings right now. Right. Now we need is five. And that's what we're comfortable with. But if you look at this, you know, obviously Rich Hill is what what we thought he is. Chris Sale is not available, so he's not even in the picture. What you're getting now from Nathan and now Tyler is you're you're getting a one-two punch now with Every great team in the MLB needs a one-two punch when it comes to right. Comes to your pitching staff, right? And 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 I know um um what's the what's the guy's name? Fuck, I can't think of his motherfucking name. Give me a hint. Give me a uh, hint. Give me Nick Pavetta had a had a terrible outing the other day, mm-hmm. um, but I think he's better than what what, what we saw that day and we'll see better product off his arm going forward. He's not going to, you know, continue to pitch that poorly. Hopefully he could be one of the guys here. And I want all of our listeners out there to remember that we had a shortened spring training this right. season. So every team, whether they're coming out of the gate swinging or if they're a little rusty, remember this is a shortened season when it comes to spring training. Now, one of the, fa- one of the players that we were, uh, 
worried about as far as all the Red Sox was Xander Bogarts. Right. And his lack of offense so far in the season. Well, our boy didn't want to wait too long to deliver. Absolutely. Couldn't have come at a better time. We were already up 2 nothing. He bukus the thing with his home run. Yep. Uh, Xander's one of those guys. We we're, don't not, we're not – hold on. Before you go on about Xander, we're not going to disrespect the boy Doogie like that because Doogie hit a two-run shot that I think was even better than Xander's no! home run. But, you know, I'm happy for both guys. Doogie's leading the team in home runs with three. You know, eventually we know who's going to take over that title. But I, I'm not – I'm I'm happy with Verdugo, but when it came to Xander, he was a guy that hadn't really produced much. You saw maybe a glimmer of something during the game. I think it might have been a double yeah. or something like a couple, that. He had a couple of doubles. But he hasn't really been that consistent hitter that we've known him to be, that 300-plus hitter. After yesterday, you, you're seeing that rust kind of coming off, that swing kind of getting better. Kike had the same problem. But yeah, I was about to say the same thing. We we saw how how long it took Kike to get out of the gates, and you know he's been consistent ever since. Trevor Story's been getting hits ever since he started hitting. Every start since he started making connections. Hell, even Jackie Bradley's getting a hit here and there. Jackie Bradley, I'm glad you brought him up. Kamikaze's been a nice surprise. We I've told you earlier in the week that I'm happy with. A single to a double per game from Jackie, but the way he's producing, I'm liking what he's doing as well as being a skilled position player in our outfield. There's nothing much going to go by him, his wayside, and I like that. You know, what we're getting from him is what I what I wanted to get from him. I wanted a guy that was going to at least give me a hit, give me a double, move some guys around. Last time he was with an organization, a lot of guys were, you know, ducks on the pond last time he was up. You know, if, if guys were on base, Jackie wouldn't necessarily be that guy who would be like, all right, he's going to get some runs through. Right. You know, he was a liability at times. So far this year, he hasn't been that liability. Kamikaze. That three RBIs. From a guy that limited in offense, Kamikaze. So whatever I'm getting from Jackie, I'm loving it. Um, You know, a lot of guys are coming off of – uh, J.D. Martinez was a guy that started out slow in the season, and now he's picked up his game. Um, I don't think he started out sl- started out slow because I, I think he was hitting in New York. Well, he he's just not he, for a guy that they claim to be Kamikaze, one of the best hitters in the MLB. I mean, that, who's looking at him like that? Because I don't think of him like that, bro. He's not even the best hitter on his team. But that's what – if if you catch announcers talking about J.D., he's mentioned as one of the greatest hitters. Yeah. Even Reputation we, is a motherfucker, ain't it? Right. <laughs> but we've seen him as being a guy that can be streaky at times. And it just seems like right now we're coming together. You know, that spring training rust yeah. is coming in. We're over five – we're at 500 right now. Kamikaze hoping to tack on another W today against the Twins again. You know, I'm liking what we're, we're seeing. Um, you know, Alex Cora is calling a great game, mixing the guys up, giving the guys days off. You know, 500 seems bleak right now for us, but I like right where we're at, Kamikaze. I like right where we're at. You know, let's let the Rays and the Yankees peak now, and we will rise, and the cream will always rise to the top. Am I right? Yeah, and, it's, and if fucking 
Rafi keep turning balls into home runs. <laughs> We're gonna be all right. Shoot. These things are these things are at the bottom of the freaking like literally touch balls about to be touching the ground. He's picking them up and sending them out of the park. We did get some help yesterday, Kamikaze, with the White Sox being the race <coughs> and the Blue Jays losing to the Athletics seven to five. Of course, the Orioles couldn't give us much help with the Yankees losing five to two. You but, really want to count on the Orioles? I'm from no, Baltimore, no, and I, I don't, don't want to count, really on, the count on the Orioles for much. But I'm just saying, you know, as far as you know, as my uh, coworker in my day job, Frankie the Yankee, would tell me, oh, you know, the Yankees are just poised to go all the way. I tell him all the time, you're only less than ten games into a season, my friend. Yes, Luis Severino is there. Are nine games into the season? We are eight games into the season. Right. This is a long season. Long season, and and he's banking on. And I'm telling him his meat and potatoes is Russo, uh, Rizzo, and Stanton. Judge and Stanton. Judge ain't even like you can't even count Judge in it, bro. Because Judge ain't even as good. All right, he's good. He ain't good as he ain't as good as people make it seem. Like the 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 cream of the crop of the Yankees in their offense is Stanton and Rizzo. And he's banking on the fact that Luis Severino is pitching out of his mind after after a long stint off off pitching. He hasn't pitched a game since 2019, Kamikaze. Pitched, and the fact yeah. that he's banking on a guy that's going to be like that is it, it, kind of hysterical to me because, you know, he told me at the beginning of the season, Cole Garrett is his guy. Cole Garrett, show, first game, shows up two innings, four innings. Two. Two innings. He had a, a preventer type game. This guy is a $200 million guy, Kamikaze. Yeah, and look what we did to Garrett Cole in the fucking wild card game. Like, he is not, like, we can scare him. I mean, when we start launching balls him. against him? Yeah, we don't fear Four, him. Three, two, Garrett Cole, we see one, Garrett Cole on the, on the schedule. We're like, oh, let's get some hits. Let's get some runs, you know? Shit like that. And as far as the lackluster opponents that the Rays have played, I've yet to see them. I think the White Sox will be like the first really yeah, the first strong test for them. They had the Orioles. They had the Athletics. Right. Yeah, it's their first. So uh, we have yet to see the true Rays shine as of right now. So I, I, I'm, I'm mindful and I'm hopeful. We're playing a good Twins organization, a young Twins organization. We, we come out of this series on top and we've got a shotgun possibility in the first place kamikaze i'm right. telling you even though it's too early to be worried about being in first place i'm not going to really worry about that too much yes i check the standings every fucking day healthy pitching staff <laughs> is what i want that's what i want i want a healthy pitching staff and i want a a, a ice in my veins pitching staff if you could give me that bro you could fucking start putting sour more in, in my games bro how come i'm good how come verdugo isn't starting off for us in a leadoff position you know, if we're keeping the uh, J.D., Xander, uh, Bogey, you know, Devers situation in the one, you know, the 3-4-5 or the 2-3-4. Th- yeah, four. it's 2-3-4. Like, because last year, uh, Devers was 3. Now he's 2. Right. So, what, what, what I mean, I get it, but yet I don't get it with Verdugo's success. Xander being second would make more sense with, <coughs> Devers at the three, JD at the four, and then possibly Bobby or Trevor Story, right? Depending on who's hitting better, you know. I, I, I want just, I, in that in, in in that situation that that's where you slide Kike to. 
right behind all of those other guys you mentioned, and then you put a Bobby or a Trevor there. Because I feel like just with Verdugo's but ability... You should, what you should do is take a guy like Jackie and drop him in a dead center of that. Mix him up within the... Yeah, absolutely. Drop him in a dead center of the rotation. You got nine guys. Make him that fifth guy. You feel me? Because then you ain't got... like. Then by that time, you've, you've already had... In your rotation, you'd have Verdugo hit. He's hitting great. He's hitting fantastic. You've had Xander hitting that too. And that's the position I'm going to go ahead and slide JD in at three and right. let Devers hit four and then let Jackie hit five. With the way he's hitting, it makes complete sense. And then like what you mentioned with Kike, I'll give you one more uh, little tidbit. If the pitcher, it, obviously we have the benefit now. Well, both leagues have the benefit now of the DH. The pitcher no longer pitches. You put Kike in that ninth spot. So now we have not just a one, two, three, four, five, whatever. Right. Now you're dealing with nine, one, two, three, four, five. So the guy that you would – the position where you would feel like you have less ability to get hits at your later lineup, now you have a potential of getting guys on with speed in front of guy or in front or behind guys that can hit the ball. Right. You see what I'm saying? But I, what I would – honestly, I would lead off with a guy that's going to – accumulate pitches you feel me where do goes that guy well he he's not gonna put like 13 pitches on a, on a guy's arm in, in, in any at bat but we got guys that can i just think with his ability to go opposite field to kind of feel the way the pitcher is pitching i just feel like getting on base for us getting that first spark until kike shows us that ability because he was our leadoff guy last year he was a guy that could have a spark, but I feel like he's a guy now that needs to kind of settle in the back until he really gets that bat on fire, and then we'll gladly slide him but back. But if you in. put him if back at, at number if two. you put him at nine, then is he really not leading off? Because in some situations, like I'm just putting that up that way from top to bottom, we have a troublesome lineup. Yeah, I mean, I would tinker with it a little bit too. Um, I don't hate putting Vidugo up front, but I think that's a spot for a guy like Xander Bogarts or JD because they can they can sit there and they can take a lot of pitches. Like, they can put pitches on, on the pitches on. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, but the first batter, you're, you're, you're kind of the guinea pig, aren't you? Right. You know, you're seeing everything. Obviously, you know what he's pitched. You've done your scouting reports. So, obviously, you know what, what you're seeing. But until you see it live – until you really get a yeah, taste but I of think it. that I think that's what where their value where those two sp- guys specifically their value is is like they can read the pitch up until the last minute. Like, are you concerned at all about the fact that we don't have a legit number one closer, Kamikaze? I am we, we've very with worried Barnes, about that. We tinkered with Winkman. I am very worried about that because I don't want to be holding on to Garrett Whitlock to put him in the closing position. That's too they we can he can get us through too many innings to only be pitching the final two. But there, there there's a situation there, Kamikaze, where we like a pitcher enough but where we overwork him and that's what I don't want to do with the fact that right. if we can get a closer that gives us an eighth and a ninth or maybe just a lockdown ninth, I can get Garrett Whitlock out by the seventh. Right. And then have an eighth guy, and then set him up for either Barnes or Wickman. But I would just like a defined closer, Kamikaze. I think that's what they're what they're trying to figure out. That's why we haven't seen one guy close 
multiple games yet. When you've seen Red Sox success, you've seen there be a, okay, we're, we're going to our guy in the ninth inning, yeah. try and hit him. Because even, like, if you don't, like, yesterday I knew I knew we won that game as soon as, like, we put Garrett Whitlock in there. But if it's not Garrett Whitlock with four with only four run a full run lead, I'm worried that like this could easily probably so far get crazy. I'm not I'm not saying the Trevor Story signing wasn't epic, but the Garrett Whitlock signing to me is one of our best moves so far. We got this guy. I mean, for how could we be excited about the Trevor Story signing when we when we both know what it means? No, I agree. You know, I like I, I, I'm not really ecstatic about the Trevor Story signing myself. I like the guy. You know, I'm glad we stole him from the Yankees. <laughs> so you're kind of. Uh, but I don't want to lose Xander to keep him. So that is the conundrum we're on right now. Right. Obviously, we realize Bogar, Bogarts, and Devers are in contract negotiations as we speak yeah. with the Red Sox. But Xander can opt out after this year. We got Devers for a whole nother year, even after this season. So we can, we still got time with Devers. I'm not stressing that. I don't want to sour the relationship with Devers, though. I feel like we've done that. How sour the relationship? Well, it's the same thing with Mookie. We allowed him to continuously go to arbitration and seek more money, which he deserved. But the fact that he had to go through arbitration rather than us just saying, listen, we don't need arbitration anymore. Let's just go ahead and sign you long term. You know, and I don't want that to happen with Devers because what can happen, especially in a year where you've seen production from Devers and yet this, the, the stalemate when it comes to a contract extension to me is just absurd. You know, here's a guy that's hitting 35 to 30 home runs for you a year, injured in the playoffs, still out there playing. This is Red Sox guy, true and true. And he's getting balls harder than you've ever hit. Xander to me has been has been like you said. If you read the blueprints, it's been explained. He's won two World Series. He's been with this organization. Bro, longest. he's just smart, bro. Like I get it. Like sometimes you want to have him stretches where he ain't doing nothing on offense, but he's a great defender, bro, and he's smart. You feel me? And I like smart, smart players first and foremost, especially in this sport because it takes a lot of intelligence. I think it's really going to be up to Xander <coughs> in his opt out position to where. He- he'll have to make the decision and the Red Sox will have to react because exactly. if Xander chooses to stay, it's probably going to be for less than market value. Let's be honest. Market, but shortstop money is not expensive. We can't keep asking him to take less than market value. But that's my point is we can't. So he will Intel execute his, his leaving. So with us having Trevor's story now in the background, we just need to filtrate. That's why you can't get. That's why I can't get excited about the Trevor Story signing because it's all but smells the writing on the wall. But we've talked about the abilities in our AAA affiliates with Duran possibly going to second with Christian Arojo is our utility Brock Holt now basically. Yeah. So I mean, he's, he's a guy still that still no Brock Holt, but. He can still bridge the gap up until if we have to move Trevor over to second or to shortstop, not a problem. He can bridge that. So to me, it's going to be a, a Xander and decision. And him and uh, Dahlbeck are like real close. So yeah, you got a guy at first and a guy at second that are real close that can help. Don't you. get me started on Dahlbeck. There's a guy that I, I hope know. eventually we'll we'll see long term. But I know you got to love a thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, how can you not love a kid that that looks and 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 big and it's like a mark he's like a young mark mcguire i just 
<laughs> you know, I just can't help myself. The kid's hitting 25 homer, homers a game, or 25 homers so far this year, or last year. He got over 65 RBIs, I mean. He's going to be a major player for us, and he's been so much better at, fir at first base than uh, who we had at last year. We had Kyle. Yeah. Schwarber. Schwarber, yep. Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing so much better, so much more better, making the I knew right he'd be a great first everything, baseman. bro. It makes so much sense. And it is crazy because, like, even when we was – we're talking on the show uh, during last season, watching Kyle Schwarber make silly mistakes. We're like, bro, why is fucking Dahlbeck just not out there, bro? <laughs> like, we don't the, see him make those mistakes. I think with the money you're spending on Kyle, you couldn't keep him out. You could not keep him out there, you know, yeah. obviously. But DH may have been better for the him. Frank Vogel uh, syndrome, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Paying Russell Westbrook too yeah. much to bench him. That's right. All right, well, we gave him to you. You used him. Now we're going to fire you. <laughs> uh shout outs to frank volvo obviously no longer with the lakers as kamikaze has mentioned it's unfortunate because it wasn't his fault if anybody should get fired it should be lebron james i'm gonna, say, I'm gonna say rob palenka that motherfucker can go too i mean if you thought an aging westbrook now granted hell of a season with the bullets slash or with uh, yeah was it Wizards, yeah. But it's, it's they're the bullets. Yeah, they're the bullets. <laughs> but, I mean, obviously a great season last year, but I don't. I think what you were hoping to get is not really what you acquired in that deal. But, yeah. Uh, good luck today to the Red Sox. We're wearing our gear, obviously. We're sporting yeah. our shit. I'd be glad when my yellow get here because my white getting too dingy and I'm, I don't want to destroy it. This is my first, you know. No, I think you gotta you gotta get the case on it, man. Yeah, this is my first joint. You know, I don't want it to get too much. Okay. Maybe if the Dodgers ever come to Tampa, you know, yeah. you can go get Mookie signed, and you know, and then you put it in the case and you let it yeah. go. Yeah. And then you sell it when you're older. I'm not selling it. Ever. This was a gift from my best friend. I ain't selling this shit. You did. It. You did it wrong. <laughs> uh, you right. did it wrong, motherfucker. I let Mookie write on it, but yeah, I would never sell it. If Mookie right on it, I won't wear it again, though. <laughs> no, no, you can't wear it anymore. Just like the John Lynch one. I'm just waiting for the case to get on cheap, and then John Lynch is going right in the case. Yeah. Number 47. All right. All right, yeah, so good luck to the Red Sox. Who we got pitching for us today? Pitching for us today is probably going to be if who – so – if Hooch is pitching, then it's either Rich Hill or it's the other young buck. Ooh, we got a pitcher I ain't never heard of. Hold on. Give me a name. Once again, the show Hold today, on. if you've noticed, Why is that? has no black sheep. <laughs> black sheep is out and about doing his thing. We uh we hope for him to come back, but you know sheep's get lost sometimes. So uh, black sheep, wherever you are. Oh, Michael Waka from the St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, acquired from the St. Louis Cardinals about a year or two ago. Um, he ain't pitched for us last year, did he? Yeah, he pitched for us last I year. I don't remember him. Yeah, he was acquisition towards uh, later in the uh, after the or during the. So are, are we feeling okay about this? Well, 
here's a guy that with the Cardinals organization um, was a potential first, second tier starting pitcher for them. Okay. So for us, great middle of the guy. I'm not. I'm not too keen on his ERA right now. Can you? Can you see anything right there? It says two point oh eight. Two point eight. You know, nothing too bad about that. With the offense we're producing, I feel like this is a Waka win all the way. Let's go. Let's get it, Waka. I'm with you. Shit. Let's go. All right. We're going to wrap up this baseball segment here. We've already. I just want to know who was pitching for us. Michael Waka. Waka Waka. Yeah, that game starts at 135. Perfect. Okay. All right. So, you know, we can't have a show without Judas playing. So, we're going to transition with some. Inside, you are all right, playoff basketball. Yeah, baby. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I ain't watching no playoff basketball until the finals, but I got scores and stats for you. <laughs> well, let's start with the first game, Kamikaze. The Utah Jazz versus the Lucas Dallas Mavericks for the first game, right? No, nah, I might watch some playoff basketball because, shit, what else am I going to have to watch on a Sunday other than some – I mean, oh, I got football on Sunday. You have football this Sunday. The Tampa Bay Bandits will be on at 8 as long as the other games are not any rain problems. We'll be watching those as well. Looking forward to Tampa Bay yes. Bandits and Bandits And then up. my Red Sox play at 135. So I don't know if I got time for my uh, playoff basketball today. Cause then, and then tomorrow's Monday, so you know what happens on Monday. What happens Monday? I work all day, and then when I get off, fucking – Monday Night Raw, so I ain't got time for playoff basketball then. Then what happens on Tuesday? That's uh, more wrestling, buddy. Uh, more wrestling, damn. Playoff basketball. What happens Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday, we got Massing, a little bit of AEW. Oh, and the season finale of Snowfall? I ain't got time for basketball, yeah. bro. <laughs> season finale. Have you, have you been disappointed all this season? <clears throat> I've been a little bit disappointed. The action has died down a lot this season. A lot more business. Related. It's a lot more business too, but I think the season finale is going is going to fucking leave us on our on the edge of our fucking seats, bro. I think uh for what I think what Kamikaze is trying to say is we're going to see a major character die. I think we see a major character die. Wow. Leroy? No. No. I think it's in the family. Is it, I think it's mom's? Nah, I think it's Louie. Ah, uh, that would probably set off uh, Jerome pretty well. That would set off Jerome pretty and well. And that would kind of interclude with the late 80s into the 90s gang war affiliation. Right, and the, the infighting within the gangs that, that, that started to fucking drain the streets of black people. So, yeah. Absolutely. That is going to be fucking crazy. So, yeah. I'm excited for that. So, I don't know how... how when, when am I going to find time to watch some playoff basketball? Excited. I, ain't, I, don't, I don't see not one Laker game on the schedule. <laughs> Excited, but 
don't know. Like, nah, if Saturday? I can catch one, I'll catch one. But it's like that, uh, well, and that's the way it is. <laughs> Hard times. <laughs> All right, the Utah Jazz pulled off a victory yesterday with a 99-93, winning the first game of the West first round. Uh, I feel like this game is totally different if one Luka Doncic is playing this game. Um, um, if this game, if Luka is here, you can probably add another 30 points to the, the Dallas's point total. Yes. And, yeah, that's that. I mean, I, I'm not a Luka fan at all, but we all we know all, his absence is making a difference in this series. We all know that you hate. I don't hate the guy. I just think he's soft. He's well, doesn't this NBA produce soft players? Well, John ja Moran ain't soft. Anthony Edwards ain't I soft. Didn't say, I didn't say every player in the NBA was soft, Kamikaze. I'm just saying, look at the guys that production have gone well, down ever since the new foul rule. James Harden's not the same cat anymore, is he, when he's not getting you know 10 right. trips to the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Right. And, but we've been saying that for years. They ain't, not, they ain't news to us. But I'm just saying, though, we, we we live in a soft NBA. Yeah, definitely. Nobody on the Mavs scored 30 points. Of course and not. And Luka would have had 40. So, <laughs> I'm just that saying. That team is run through Luka. Luka would have had 40. What did Hardaway Jr. have? Any Hardaway ideas? Jr. Tim Hardaway? He don't play for them. Oh, he's no longer on the Mavericks? He's no Jeez, longer. that's he how much I've... Reggie Bullock... Dennis Finney Smith Jr. Jr. Brunson, Dimwitty, Powell. Either he hurt or he don't play for him because he's not on this. So if the Jazz end up pulling this out, is this what winning a series? Is this right? Is Luca expected to play at any at all? I mean, if you're Luca, aren't you gonna play? At, if we go if we get down 0-2, yeah. I'm definitely playing. Does this bring Donovan Mitchell to any limelight as far as... No, Donovan Mitchell's already that dude. It's just his team sucks. He's just... <laughs> so... Donovan Mitchell is already that dude. <laughs> like, if, if you go through this and then you lose to the Mavericks and you're Donovan Mitchell, are you trying to pull some card out of your hat to where you've got it? You've got it. I hope league? so. I hope so. I hope him and Dame do it. it because it... these small market teams, especially Utah, <laughs> like... I don't think Utah deserves a team, bro. And and I and and I mean this I mean, you know I'm in the most respectful way. Ahead. I'm let you finish. Like I don't believe that black players should play for the Utah Jazz. Because that crowd is always racist. I like agree. you can hear them chanting racist shit. Right. You feel me? And they get away with it. You feel me? So I'm like I, I like I hate the fact that Utah has a team, so I don't ever mm-hmm. want to see them succeed. But I do love Donovan Mitchell, and I want to see him succeed. I think we're not going to see Louisville that. Cardinal right there. <laughs> what we're going to see probably is probably a Rudy Gobert exit, Dwayne Wade owning partial of the thing, and a Danny which blows my mind. Why would you pick that team? And to Danny beat? Ainge now as general manager. I think new things could come, but without Donovan Mitchell there, and how happy you can make him because. Yeah, you can I mean, talk about Donovan had twenty six. You feel me? I mean, so I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say. I just don't want Utah to have no success. So, do I want Donovan Mitchell to be like Larry? Get me the fuck up out of here! Hell yeah, because he's one of my favorite players in the league. Well, he ain't soft. 
Well, you've seen players, <laughs> like you said, like Dane, have minimal success in playoffs because of the team that they're surrounded by. And as a player now with more strength going to you as far as exiting contracts, you know, players are able now to exit contracts and, you know, with, if, when, with they want their, to. when their inability to get to the playoffs or have a success in playoffs wears you down, when do you know when to say when? All they got to do is say, get me the fuck up out of here. If you one of them players, you're going to get up out of but there. Have we heard, but have we heard Dame, Limmer, Damon, Dame Lillard give rumbles or rumors about maybe he wanting to exit sometimes? We heard rumors that did not come from Dame's camp. Dame has stood firm on the fact that he wants to do it in Oakland. I mean, Portland. I said Oakland. <laughs> he wants to do it in Portland. He probably should just go to fucking, uh, oh no, they San Francisco now. Never mind, they ain't Oakland no more. But we know what you mean, though. Yeah, we the know Warriors. You, you know, at least he'll win something. But well, well, well let, let let's not let him go to the loaded Warriors. I mean, I don't want him to go there either. I, I just want the man to win, and he ain't doing that shit in Portland. I want Donovan Mitchell to win too. Not that I don't think he can do it with Utah, because I do think they got a team that can like surprise people. I just don't want Utah to have no success. But when do they have success? Right. Like, when do they have Never. success, Kamikaze? Never. Like, when... But we could have said not... the same thing about the Nuggets until last year. Until last year. Well, they didn't win, though. They, exactly. Milwaukee won, so. But that, that, that's what I'm saying, though. When you get to a certain point as a player, when do you say, I've had enough? You know, you have, you've promised me things. You've told as me things. As soon as you trade C.J. McCollum. That's when he. That's when Dame should have had enough. Okay. In Donovan Mitchell's situation, as soon as one of his fans called him a nigger. Yeah, I agree. Because that's happened. So I'm just saying. Game two will be on Monday for the Jazz and Mavericks. Uh, we move on to the Timberwolves and Grizzlies. Uh, very. Uh, if you see Anthony Edwards in this game, you really see the diligence. And One the of intelligence the of the Minnesota Timberwolves to go out and get this guy, which a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, some people didn't see as being a first ballot pick. A lot of people did not expect them to take him there. And 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 those to those people, I like to say, I'm glad you were wrong. I mean, because the kid, the kid went off. I mean, yeah. the kid just, I mean, he had a great game. Uh, Towns had a great game. You know, and I just yeah, it was 36, 12 for 23 from the field, 8 for 8 from the free throw line, two blocks, bro. Two blocks, bro. This man is my height. <laughs> you a little taller than me. But two blocks, bro. <laughs> you look at the Grizzlies coming into this game against the Timberwolves. Did you think that Grizzlies would really give them this much? I mean, they had an offense explosion, like, We've never seen the Super Bowls really have in a playoff series. Yeah. You know what sucks about this series for me is that this is two, like, John Morant and Anthony Edwards are literally two of my favorite players in the league, and they got to, you know, battle each other right now. And John Morant put on a performance, too. He had a phenomenal game. I don't know why he shoot threes. He needs to stop that. Don't be Russell Westbrook. He's not that. That's not his game. You feel me? Like. But he got 32, you feel me, on 8 of 8, 18. But they were down. My man went 16 of 20 from the free throw line, bro. Mm. 
That means he's attacking the paint like a mug. To me, this is must see first round basketball. Uh, yeah, I might have to catch one today. I would say if you if I'm watching any sort of the first round games now that our Lakers aren't here, this to me grabs my attention because now what I thought would not necessarily be an easy series for the Grizzlies, but obviously they were high in the rankings in the Western Conference. You felt like them coming in, they would be able to handle the Timberwolves, but you know, Timberwolves once again show you that it's not paid it's not played on paper. Right. It's played it's on not, the court. It's not. And as soft as I think Carl Anthony Towns is, I love Anthony Edwards. So best of luck to both He's of He's a player to me that's found a, a different level. You know, he wasn't a, a shooter. I didn't know him to be a, that great of a shooter, but the kid can shoot, Kamikaze. Carl Anthony Towns? The kid can shoot. <laughs> Bro, he's been a shooter as, as long as I've been watching him play. I mean, just I just never Look. knew him to be that good. And a kid can shoot. My thing is with Carl Anthony Towns, every time I see him, he crying. <laughs> like, every time I see him, he crying. You feel me? And he's not a terrible basketball player. He don't let nobody just bully him. You feel me? Unless it's Draymond. But everybody. Bully, Draymond bullies everybody. Right, right. You feel me? So, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't, like, I, I call him soft, but he's better than I will ever give him real credit for, you know, like, and yeah, he's lights out shooter. Like if you give him that shot, bro, like that's a mistake. <laughs> is it he, and I hope I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm stating this right. Hasn't he had like a couple tragedies over the past season and a half for, for, didn't he? he lost his mom to COVID. Right. I don't give a fuck what else happened in his life, bro. That shit right there. Right. Bro, that would have broke me. Like that would that that's something that that probably would break me, you know. So I, being able to compartmentalize that and play through that, like even like he ain't have a bad season last year. Either. No, he sure didn't. You know, and he's having a better season this year. Like to be able to compartmentalize that and understand that life goes on and you got to just be great for her, bro. Like that's toughness in itself. So that's off, right? <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, he's been through a few things. But the one the one thing that always stands out whenever I think about him. And yeah, I always call Big Cat soft. I'm probably not going to move off that stance. But he's mentally tough because to be able to compartmentalize losing your mom to something like that. He's becoming that next solid big man to me, Kamikaze. He's, he's, his all-around game is just it's, – it's there. Who do you compare big men to in today's game? Like not in history. Like who is the best big man in today's game in your opinion? Well, you'd have to look at your your Embiid's. You'd probably have to look at your, uh, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. Your um, all I heard was soft, soft. <laughs> but isn't, that, that's the big men. This they're scorers now. They're not right. necessarily well. Um, the best big man in the league, in my opinion, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Nope, he ain't soft though. Giannis not soft. I'm not gonna call Giannis soft. I ain't seen him hurt. I ain't seen him bitching. So who's your biggest? Who's your best big man? DeAndre Ayton. Phoenix I was going to mention center. him. Phoenix I was going to mention center, bro. him, bro. That to me is the best big man. Why? Because he's traditional. He fucking will bully you on the blocks. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to get, get score in the paint. You know, he's going to do what a big man's supposed to do. And if you leave him open on the corners, he can shoot. 
Well, he's that next tier transition. I mean, this is what we we thought we were going to see from Weissman out of the. But Warriors. he's the only guy that I know play ball in the paint the way a big man should. He should exactly, but that's not the formation of big men now. That's why. That's why he's the best to me. No, but he is definitely top ten in the league. Top no. five. Top five. If you if you if you if you don't think he's the best, he got to be in top five. Only, because only, only name top, five better than him. Joker, Joker, Embiid, Embiid, uh, uh, Antetokounmpo, Sinners, bro. He's a power forward. We all right, all right. We gonna go bigs. If you go straight bigs, he he is top ten then. Because okay. I would push him out of my five for that. Okay, you feel me? Okay. Because I do think, like, well, I think he's the best big man in the league. I ain't even gonna cat. Who's uh, that? DeAndre. If you're going for traditionalism, yes. Yeah. He's a guy that's going to get dirty for you. He's going to get tons of rebounds. He can, score, he can shoot. <coughs> and I like his post play out of a lot of the big men because if you look at it, it's a lot, a lot of traditional post plays. Your Akeem Olajuwon's, your guys that can get you in and then pop out with a fade. I love it. Yeah. You know, But here's a guy that unfortunately gets overshadowed sometimes because of who he plays with. You know, If you look at the Suns, they're the – it's Booker. Yeah. Or it's Bridges. Or Bridges. Or it's Johnson. Or it's Chris but <laughs> there's Chris a Paul. guy right there, like Draymond right. Green, that doesn't necessarily get all the limelight all the time, but you definitely know he's there. Yeah. So I I mean, I I like Joker. I think he's tough. I like Joker a lot. You feel me? So I almost I, you almost had me like when you said when you mentioned Joker and I wasn't like, no. Nah. I had to pull back, bro, because I'm like, I don't know, man. Where would you put Rudy at in that conversation? Rudy Gobert, I don't, I don't know. I think he's two time defensive, maybe three time defensive player. He's of the a three time defensive player of the year, but how many of those do I think he deserved? Maybe one. But that's what I'm, that's my point, though. I mean, <laughs> so I don't if write, you look at his credentials. I, but times. I'm not looking at that. I'm not looking. You can throw out the stats, you can throw out the awards and all of that, in my opinion, in this conversation. Because all I'm talking about is your preference, basically. What you would like in a player. I like a DeAndre Ayton type of character. I like a DeAndre Ayton. That's why I think he's the best big man in the league. Or, a, Gian- or a Giannis Antetokounmpo. My thing about Giannis is... He's a hybrid to me. He's a hybrid. He's a guy that had very much length and basketball ability. And then you've seen him every year get better. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I, I feel like Giannis is so much more closer to LeBron than we think he is as far as his play style. Like, I think he's a point forward. Yeah. Like, I straight up think he's a point forward. I don't even – I consider him more point than forward half the time. But we all know what Giannis can do. So, yeah, I mean, if we go on big man in general, that's all forward positions and center, then he's got to be – Well, yeah. Ranked up there. Yeah. But I don't think he – He's not your traditional big man, no. He's your power forward, but – I see him as being the big man. I mean, I like him. I, I mean, I like the way he played basketball. I'm starting to like the way he played basketball. The guy can can literally from from the three point arc take three steps and dunk the basketball. Yeah. I mean, you gotta love that. Yeah. And to your point, you've made a lot of times when talking about basketball players about being afraid to shoot. That guy's not afraid to shoot. Yeah, and and it, I think that's what. What's making me enjoy the way he plays basketball even a little bit more is because, all right, first, my excuse for Gian- not liking Giannis is he's a one-trick pony. 
You feel me? He but was now, a one-trick pony. Now, you give him that shot, he liable to put that in your face. And he ain't missing no free throws no more. No, he's He not. worked on it. So any player that's going to go out there and work on his weaknesses and make them, you know, not so much a liability, you, you, gain, you get my respect. And then once again, you're talking about a former defensive player of the year. Who, yes. Who deserved it? Well, because, I believe one of those years was actually uh, our guys, one of his best and only years for the L.A. Lakers. I feel like that was his year. But Anthony Davis? Yeah. The defensive player of the year award? Well, it was, if you remember. Did he one? He only won one? Well, I, I was going to say, that was the year they were both vying for it, and DeKempe, or I'm sorry, Giannis and DeCoupo end up winning it, but we saw the best Anthony Davis that year, it was our bubble year. We yeah. saw the best Anthony Davis defensively. And if you look at it, it was neck and neck. Yeah. So that was probably yeah, that that I, I remember thinking Anthony Davis got robbed that year. Yeah. And we've said that about Rudy Rudy Gobert years, some years when we feel like, oh yeah, he he's a good candidate for it, but could he have should he have won it? Probably nah. not. I don't think he ever deserves a defensive player of the year. There's a guy definitely. Except, used- well, no, I think one year he led the league in blocks. So as a big man, shouldn't you like, lead the league in blocks and rebounds? Look, and look how tall he is, right? Bro. Like it's if you automatic- if you don't have all of the blocks and all of the rebounds, you shouldn't win shit. Right. <laughs> like you, you're literally bigger the than biggest everybody. guy. Like I play, I play against him on two K, and I can't get in the paint at all. And I'm like, bro, he ain't even like this. <laughs> uh, I'm loving this tra- this this talk about big man because we get to translate it into another game with one said big man that I mentioned. Uh, the 76ers and the Raptors played yesterday. 131, the 76ers, Raptors 111. <coughs> there, um, I didn't see this going any way different. Uh, if the Sixers don't win this series, Corey, Black Sheep better not ever show back up. I think that's why he didn't show up yesterday. <laughs> Why they won? Well, he won, and now he's worried because we know our boy Fred Van Fleet. All he needs to do is just heat heat oh, back up. Yes, sir. Heat back up. Freddie only had eighteen. Oh yeah, that's going. Oh my God, four for seven from three. He didn't even shoot enough. Right. He didn't shoot enough. Exactly. Freddie gonna eat him up next time. Oh yeah, he better not show up. Cause Freddie gonna go Fred Flintstone on him. Tyrese Maxey, though, 38 minutes, 38 points, four rebounds, two assists. I mentioned this to you. Five from eight from three. I mentioned this to you yesterday. And the ability for Maxey to come here as a first-round pick from the Philadelphia 76ers again, it makes me just can't wait till I can hopefully for the Lakers. Till we draft somebody in the first round? Like that. Let's hope we're alive in five years. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I just want to be able to, to draft a player of that ability to come in on, you know, it's not loaded, but it's got a lot of veteran presence there and show out in 32 points on your first playoff game. Congrats to Maxi. Oh, yeah, good, good. He He's one of those, another one of those young players that I'm very fond of. Sucks for who he played with because I'm inclined to right? not like the process. Right. But I like Tyrese Maxi. And, um, Seeing him go off for 38 points in his, uh, well, not seeing him, but reading about him. Right. Going off for 38 points in his game one, like, yeah, this is his first ever playoff game in 
a testament to who he who he is because he was asked what is he gonna remember the most about this night after the game. He's like, oh, I'm gonna remember this win. Yeah. Forget that I just scored 38. Yeah. Like I'm gonna remember the win. Right. Like, like that's what it's all about. You there to win, and with that mindset, the process might be on board. The process, man. That that word process. You're talking about uh, a team tanking enough to get first round draft picks. Hey, the process all starts with Embiid. So as long as he there, it's still going on. So doesn't the process start with Markel Spoltz? Starts with Embiid because the reason why they they started saying trust the process is because they were calling Embiid the process. Oh, okay. Right. So gotcha. It starts with Embiid. As long as he's there, the process is still in motion. That's what he said. To me, he's one injury away from being hey. from being hey. a a. I would say he's one injury away, one knee injury away from being a bench center. <laughs> he said he's a, he 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 gonna go from being the process to being prosthetic. <laughs> well, I just I, I just don't think he handles his weight very well. Anthony uh, Davis. I don't think he he works. He can't work out, unfortunately, like other big men can. Anthony Davis. So to me, you're just waiting on the other shoe to drop. Anthony Davis. <laughs> Street clothes. But no big surprise here. Like we said, uh, 76ers 131, Raptors 111. Right, right, uh, right. No defense, right? Uh, no defense. Uh, at least the Dallas game has some defense. Like nobody got 100. Dallas, Utah, I think it was the high score was 99. And Dallas had 93. Yeah, no defense in the in this league nowadays. Any uh, basketball on today? Any basketball on today? Of course there is, Kamikaze. We have the Hawks and the Heat at 1 p.m. for their first round, first game. The Nets and the Celtics at 3.30. The Bulls and the Bucks, 6.30. And then the Pelicans and the Suns. Ooh. We Pelicans. get to watch our boy DeAndre Ayton tonight. The Pelicans just coming off their sterling victory over the Clippers, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Where yes, you yes. saw another first-round draft pick from the Lakers shine. When that could have been for us. It could have been for your boys. You talking about Brandon Ingram, ain't you? I am talking about Brandon Ingram. And it's just, it's it gets fun. It gets, because uh, Russell, um, our old... Uh, Point guard. Bill Russell. No, not Bill Russell. Oh. I think it's Oh no, uh Russell um uh uh dang, what is his name? I know you're talking about you the one that talk... played for uh Minnesota now. Right. On Minnesota now in the playoff team, you have Chicago in the playoffs, you have you know yeah, Brandon four... Ingram in the playoffs. All and these I'm... former Lakers in the playoffs. And I'm looking at myself like why did we ever trust Magic Johnson? Why did we ever trust Magic that we were trusting? Was it Magic that we were trusting in that situation? Really, though? Maybe it was Magic. It's the Hawk and the Heat's at 1 o'clock. We're going to miss that game because we got the Red Sox. And you got dinner. So what time you think that's going to be over? Like 8? When? Oh, no. It'll be like 5, 5.30. We'll be back. Dinner at Mom's is at 4. It's quick. Okay. You know, we we eat, go there, we eat, we might have a drink, and then we we're out. So yeah. 
Alright, we'll figure it out. But yeah, so um playoffs are heating up. Got a lot of good games today. Um you could, you guys should check them out. I'll catch them when I can, because I don't see no Lakers on that schedule. So I I, I said what I said. Next. Next. think the tribal chief needs us to stand. Yeah, he stands for all of us. I just think he wants us to wait and acknowledge him. Yes. We are acknowledging that Roman Reigns is the head of the table. See tribal chief. This is Roman Reigns' podcast. Yes. The thing we just did, that was Roman. Right. Everything the we things, do. You know, everything we're drinking here, the this Heineken. Beer, this is this is Roman's beer. Yeah. The the uh the whiskey I was partaking in, that's Roman's whiskey. Yeah. You know, the table's Roman's. Yeah. Yeah, everything's Roman. Yeah. So we just wanted to take a moment to take a minute because we're not gonna talk about wrestling today to acknowledge our tribal chief. Roman, you are acknowledged as the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. And we can't wait for the Usos to claim the Raw Tag Team Champion. Oh, your inner Randy Orton fan would have kicked your ass for that. So we can go ahead and make sure the bloodline holds every piece of, you know, gold, silver, titanium, or steel there is to get. Wow. I love Randy. But the, the prophecy has to be complete. Prophecy was for all of them to have gold, not all of them to have multiple gold, was it? Oh, uh, well, the prophecy changed once prophecy you complete changed. one. <laughs> like, you know, if something is questioned or something, oh, there's a new prophecy now. Right. That's how I got to be, though. It's always a new prophecy after the old prophecy is over. What is that? It sounds like a religion to me. It looked like a religion to me. And once again, we give the trivial bell salute for our tribal chief. chief. All right. Enough wrestling kissing ass. Yeah, so we watched the New Jersey Generals (coughs) versus the Birmingham Stallions of the USFL last night. Did I get anything wrong with that? No. Okay. Challenge Jackson. So that was football on last night, right? Very, very interesting football. If you look at it from 
Okay, so obviously we've seen a few leagues now in our in our in our history, so we kind of can go off what 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 they did. They entertained us, and they will entertain us today as well. And I'd like to see the rating scores up to that going forward. These next three games today, it's three games, right, Kamikaze? I believe there are three games today. These next three games are going to have to match or beat that excitement. We didn't see a lot of offense in the first quarter, but obviously things calmed down against New Jersey and Birmingham. We saw an exciting game, Kamikaze, a game that came down to a uh, field goal in my no, and it was a field, no, it was a field, field goal, goal or situation. And, or a touchdown right. needed. And they got the touchdown. And they got the dub, which to me was exciting. We saw a lot of uh, potential, hopefully, superstars or maybe just practice squad players or depth, depth players you can add. But I think what you saw there is kind of what you're expecting. You're seeing the two three-star guys that didn't weren't able to get the cut or make the cut. Uh, have another bout of venue to shine. And I think last night, Kamikaze, they shine. So today you got the Houston Gamblers at the Michigan Panthers at noon. That's on NBC and Peacock. You have the Philadelphia Stars at the New Orleans Breakers at 4 p.m. on USA Network. USA Network. Nice. And you have the Tampa Bay Bandits at the Pittsburgh Maulers at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports. Why does One. Pittsburgh have to have the cool name? I get it. Tampa Bay has the Bandits. It's our original name. Steve Spurrier coach team, by the way, if those they can't remember all the way back in the 80s. And uh, uh, last night, Kamikaze, we had talked a little bit about the uh, the story of the New Jersey Generals, formerly owned by former U.S. President Donald Trump back in the USFL days. Let me take a little tidbit there for those of you that don't know the history. Um, what I read about uh, this, this year is pretty incredible, Kamikaze. So this is a bargaining chip year for the USFL. They're going to show what they can do in year one. By the way, if you're in Birmingham, Alabama, or in the state of Alabama, go to these games. Kamikaze, they're doing something great for once for the fans. $10 adult tickets. You get three free kids in with every adult purchase. What? I'm telling you. Because the stadium was empty. Well, I, I don't I don't know if that's what it's going to go going forward or if that's what it was, but you can't go wrong. These are semi-pro to professional football players playing in the springtime in Birmingham, Alabama. This is like Field of Dreams type of shit. Right. And they're going to use this year and the ratings, and they're going to uh, try and see what they can do for next year. The names for the said teams as, up. as of this year – are up for questioning for changing. They're Steelers not locked up. into these names. So the team's names can change. And the Steelers still suck. Don't you mean the Maulers? Steelers. Steelers still suck. Shout out to the one and only Black Sheep. Black Sheep lost again. <laughs> still suck. Steelers still suck. But yeah, um, that was a very entertaining game that they kicked off the uh, 
season with. I By the end of the game, I was rooting for the New Jersey Generals, and you were rooting for the Birmingham Stallions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Only reason why I couldn't root for the Birmingham Stallions because I'm jealous that they get all the games and they got empty stadiums. That, to me, Kamikaze is the, the thing I would like to understand the most is if you put that in Florida, you put that in Texas, you could fill three stadiums with those stadium with those games you bring them to one stadium in one state and i don't like that i i just don't understand i get it they're trying to come up with a, a different concept for this year alone but the concept to me if you're a football or a organizational president you want to sell tickets. All right. You want different venues where you can sell those tickets. I just you know feel- another thing I learned about that game. Thank God for Justin Tucker. Thank God for Justin Tucker. Because Nicholas Rose. Nicholas Rose, ladies and gentlemen, if you were two out of three field goals. Now he hit the fucking one that he needed most, but if you hit the other two, you win. Gave you a heart attack. He did. Because if you looked at that kick at the end of the game, you almost thought he missed it. Oh, he did miss it. It was just so far on that hash mark that it, it, it sneaked in. He was trying to miss that motherfucker. But were we entertained, Kamikaze? Oh, very, I was very entertained. They had the perfect mix of running and um, of passing. The defense wasn't there, but I feel like you yeah. still had... I think still- the Generals lost that game because they didn't put their actual quarterback in back in the game at that point. Perez could have got them in the end zone. I don't think Johnson was ready to get them in the end zone in that situation. Well, there is a situation there where I get it. You're trying to first game. You're trying to feel out both quarterbacks. And I don't know what their preseason or what their practices are like for them. So, but for me, I would have liked to have seen one quarterback in there, make a statement the first game. I wouldn't go to a two-quarterback system unless for some reason. Right, because if you got two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> That's how I feel. You know, if you can't make that di- distinction between the preseason practices or whatever, I mean, because this isn't like they threw it together last minute. I mean, but they did kind of, didn't they? Is this whole thing kind of like put together within a year? So, but uh, it's just, to me, did it entertain me? Yes. I like I like this game. I'm interested to see what the next few games will give us. And that's what I'm most excited about. Spring football, baby, right? Spring right, football. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. are you locked into the Tampa Bay Bandits? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I can definitely commit to the Tampa Bay Bandits. They have my red. You know, I like the color red. So to me, it's a no-brainer. Uh, former Steve Spurrier coach team. You know, they don't have a Florida team, so I feel like this is just the team. They do have a Florida team. What other Florida team do they have? Tampa Bandits. Well, I'm saying, besides Tampa Bay, they don't have another Florida team. Well, you can't team. have two Florida teams in every damn sport. <laughs> it's a big damn state. It's a big damn state, bro. Save some for the rest of us. God damn. Well, it's only in fucking Birmingham, so I it doesn't know, even I mean, matter. Well, right, but still, you know. Yeah. You know, God damn, you talking about something. Um, I mean, like they got two Florida teams. Like, bro, you got two in it. You got three in the NFL. Yeah. You got what? I got two, two in basketball. Two in basketball. Should what? have three. Three in baseball? No, uh, two in baseball. 
I have three in the foot. They have three in football, two in baseball, two in basketball, two in hockey. See, multi-sport, multi-team sport, state all over the world. Save some for the rest of us. <clears throat> but so yeah. I haven't decided on what team I'm going to root for in this um, Don't thing. Don't. You know what? I gotta watch these games and see who 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 catches my watch eye. Watch the games, man. You might see somebody there that you it might just trigger something. You might see a fan or or a player that you might just be intrigued by, and that might be your team. I need you to not. I'm pick trying to my figure team. out how to. No, I'm not picking your team. That's why I was like asking because I cannot like the Tampa Bay game. Right. Nope. Uh, once again. Uh, if you see him out in the streets, and uh, if you see the black sheep out there, just make sure you like tie some tin cans together and bring them in your yard, and just give us a call here at the station once again. Black sheep is missing. We have not seen him since last night, and uh, you know he's probably out getting some getting some black sheep tail. You know, messing with some sheep, playing with the goats. <laughs> Uh, once again, Kamikaze already admitted to the fans that Pittsburgh sucks. So hopefully that should be a beaconing call to the Pittsburgh Black Sheep. Steelers suck. Yeah, that beaconing call to Black Sheep that needs to That's come how back you bring home. him home. You talk about his team. <laughs> look, 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 look. You hear is, that that him? <laughs> is that him? Man, if that's him, that's gonna be that's gonna be something. Like, oh man, my ears was ringing. My man, I got a big headache, bro. The Haitian said somebody said Steelers. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's funny, but it's not funny because I work with a very nice Haitian man at work. Nah, but you know, it's an inside joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> gonna get a package one day, and it's gonna be like that. I'm gonna say friend from per, present from Haitian friend. It's gonna be a head. Watch, it's gonna be a motherfucking head. <laughs> And then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call Al Snow like, what the fuck is this? I ordered the hand. Not the hand. <laughs> right. Uh, I ordered May Young son, not your head. <laughs> should have a wrestler come out of his hand. That's his name. Hand. Bro, it was so funny when... Um, when... Uh, they burst the hand? No, when um, they did the WrestleMania... And uh, Johnny Knoxville hit Sami Zayn with the big old hand. Yeah. Next day on Twitter, somebody said, "Look, <laughs> May Young and Mark Henry sung debuted on Wrestle debuted at Wrestle." <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, they only had it with some goo on it. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Oh no, I missed that one. But that do was we want to preview these games? I mean, we don't really know much about the teams or the players or anything like that. So I don't really think we can really preview. These well, just mention when they when the game starts. I already did that. Okay, well then, fantastic. You got <laughs> by Kamikaze, USFL. Continue to watch it. Yes. We need spring football, right? Yes. Absolutely. And go Red Sox. Rafael Davis is going to hit a home run today. I'm calling oh, it right now. Oh man. Calling it right now. Raphael Devers is going to hit a home run today. You Breaking that, news, everybody. You heard that here. Uh, wait, what? So, what should we call your uh, uh Miss Cleo? Miss, yeah. uh, Miss Kamikaze has just predicted that Raphael Devers is going to hit a home that, run. That, that, my friend, 
It's not a prediction. It's not a prediction. It's a what? It's a spoiler. Oh man. So yeah, Raphael Davis will hit a home run today. Um him and Doogie is gonna be tied at three with the team lead in home runs. And it's gonna be a beautiful thing. So be there or be square. Don't be miss there it. or be square. Nope. Nope. What do you mean? Nope. Nope. Gotta get, gotta show up. This guy's tired. We gotta end this. I'm not tired. I just had a whole glass of uh of uh of whiskey. That's what the problem is. I'm talking about you ain't gonna be at the Red Sox game. Well, if yesterday proved anything, you might not be at the Red Sox game. <laughs> Be at the Red Sox game. If there's a Red Sox game I need to be at, I'll be there. It's a Red Sox game you need to be at. It's at one thirty-five. This this comes from the guy that takes takes his naps after the show. So right. I need to know if you're gonna be there. Right. Because it's eleven thirty right now. What you mean? I'm just saying. But we t- we did the show early today because we got an early game. So right. The that- real question is, am I gonna make it through nine innings? No. I'm gonna say I'm gonna put a bet on it and say you make it to. Bell Bell depends on the game though. If there's offense, if it's an offensive game, then you'll stay up. But if it's like a pitching duel where we got we get one run and that's all the runs we get for the whole game, I don't see lasting past the sixth. Okay. I don't see passing last past the sixth. But if we have an off, like if we're just dinging the ball left and right, then no, you'll stay up. Well, 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 well. Let's hope that I'm up. Right. If that's the stipulation, let's hope that I'm up. Right. Because I firmly expect to see balls dinging all over the place. I'm telling you, I just want to see bombs get dropped all day, man. Just bombs. I want to see Bobby hit one, another one. We always want to see Bobby hit another one. Bobby's our guy. We need, we need Bobby to get hot. Well, that's going to happen. That's not going to happen this early, though. I know, but I just need people to sleep on Bobby's ability to hit dingers, and then he just takes them over the monsters. Bloop. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, bro, the way Raphael is turning balls into sh- into home runs, bro, is like I, I like I don't even have another hitter to compare him to. He's <coughs> lifting him up off the ground, bro. You're out. If you look at Vlad Guerrero's senior, if you look at the way he used to hit, it's the same type of way. Didn't matter if it was low, it was high. He just he's a free swinger. And that's what Raphael is. Right. He's a free swinger, bro. Like his strike zone is so wide now, bro. It's like crazy. You can't, you can't change. You could if you you would be doing him an injustice if you came in there and said, Hey, we need to change some things. No. No. Nah. No. You can't change nothing on that. That nah. that swing because is made for a reason. He can he can pick it up off the ground. He can hit it straight from the side. He can come from up top, bro, and still Bink one up there, bro. Like, he can hit it from all angles, bro. Like, it's, he's different. Next to, like I said. But I, I like that you mentioned Vladimir Guerrero. Because, I I mean, obviously, he plays for the Blue Jays. But, bro, that motherfucker. That's probably the best hitter in the league right there. It's 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 all it's all genetics, man. It's all genetics. He is a spitting image minus a little bit of a short, shorter, more stature. Swing. His swing's different. No, it's, look at his swing and his daddy's swing. I'm telling you, it's. Practically identical, free swinger the whole way. It's it's Dominican or Hispanic influence on the game of baseball. Like, oh, they they always the best. It, it, and you're not always using 
relatively new bats. Sometimes you're using sticks. So the ability to just hit anything you can is just, you know, you're using rocks, not balls. I mean, mm-hmm. hit a rock next to a ball, you're talking a huge difference in the fact they can still crank a rock. <laughs> Feet warning. Feet warning. Ah, <laughs> uh, but anyways... I'm about to stomp some red toes. <laughs> oh, we have a feet warning, mommy. Your feet warning. Your feet warning. Uh, that was our first feet warning of the show. For those who don't know, Kamikaze does not like his feet to be touched. Or anyone else's feet to touch me. Yes. If you touch his feet, there will be consequences. <laughs> Where are these sounds coming from? These are new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to influence our day with new with new sounds. All right, so let's make a prediction. All right, let's make a prediction. Red Sox win 9-4. Rafi hit a home run. <coughs> That's the only thing I want to hang my hat on right now. I'm going to say Waka... Five to two, pitches to the seventh. We win the game. Five to two. All right. This, my friends, has been the Beer Buds banner. There you have it. Red Sox going to win. We're going to win another series here, and then we're going to go face who we got to face next? The White Sox, right? That's right. Look out for our next show once again. TCW coming up, Kamikaze. That is May 13th at Tanner's Lakeside. I don't know that address, but it's a hell of a time. Hell of a time. Once again, I am black. I am not black sheep. <laughs> You're a black sheep. I'm Pat Wick, my tag team partner, Kamikaze. We Drake are Kamikaze, out. we are out.